You're now tuning in to Deep Down Under, a podcast where I'll be sitting down with influential and inspiring people of our time from all walks of life. In this podcast, we'll be able to dig a little deeper into the minds of those who have stepped outside the box and shaped their own path, getting a greater understanding of their journey. There is always a backstory. In this episode, we talk about Wizards Pirate Radio Station in Melbourne, 99.9 Wiz FM. A radio station playing hip-hop, drum and bass, funk, punk and metal. We also talk about Wiz's journey with graffiti and street bombing. Road trips, Melbourne city raves, festivals, Wiz's stories from travelling in Asia and getting arrested in Bangkok, stories and memories from nights out in Melbourne city, plans for events in Melbourne and Australia after COVID and more. Hope you enjoy. Today I would like to acknowledge the Iraqwal people of Bunjalung country, the original custodians of the land in which this podcast was recorded and pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. What's happening? Um, not much, man. Not much. Just fucking kicking back at the studio. Mm. It's my day off from the studio today, so... But I came in, you know. Like... I went for a ride today and shit. How's it all going? Yeah, yeah man. It's going fucking sick, bro. Like, everyone's really interested in it and shit. As they, fu- as they should be, bro. As they should be. Yeah, it's a fucking pretty interesting thing. Like, it's sort of like graffiti and music mixed in one. It's like mm. people don't get choice. Like, you're just putting it out there, you know what I mean? And you got to climb on rooftops to get the aerials up and shit. Yep. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I fucking rate it big time, man. But, yeah, we'll talk about all uh, this and this, and then we'll, we'll have a yarn uh, afterwards yeah. or whatever. Get into it, eh? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's sweet, bro. Yeah, fucking hell. All right, boom. Wizard. We uh we are on. What's going down, brother? How are you? And and let's get straight into the uh, the hot topic of ninety nine point nine Wiz FM. Big ups, bro, for getting that happening oh, and getting that community stays going. Um, can you tell us about how that came about, bro? And um, yeah, what's in store for the station? And just fucking give us a lowdown. <laughs> um, yeah. So it started off like basically just in lockdown, and um, I was just like. Well, I don't I think it was just before lockdown, to be honest. But I was just fucking around on my Instagram story, just going, yeah, is Wiz FM, you know, rah, 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 just joking around. And I did like a Wiz FM tag. And like, people were just like, oh, you should do it. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to. I've always loved the idea of pirate radio. And like, because <clears throat> I've heard interviews with like Dizzy Rascal and shit back in the day when I was a kid. 100%. Uh, yeah. And like, yeah, man, fucking, I was always just interested in it and I just thought, fuck it. And I did a fucking, like a live thing and figured out how to whack a mic on and shit. Yep. And thing you know, it just, everyone was just like, oh, that was fucking funny, you know, that was good. And all the good, the good reports just led to me going, well, it's sort of worth it, you know. Mm. So that started, like. It was an accident. It was sort of just like a joke that went too far, really. But <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah. Now we've got um, now sponsored by Burn City Rum. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out, um, yeah. Shout out Burn City Rum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of other little sponsons in the lines. I won't say much yet. Yep. We'll have to stay tuned for those. Yeah. How did you go about setting and, it up? Can you say can you say how you went about setting it up or is it uh it, yeah, 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 no, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the lowdown without giving out too much information. Yep. But um, so um, basically ordered all the gear online, 
and I couldn't get an aerial for it at the start. And um, I just did it on the roof of my house, to be honest, at the start. Like, <laughs> just with a pole and shit. It was sketchy. Ass. Four people are just doing and, uh, nothing, Spec. Have you seen that show? <clears throat> What's that, sorry? Have you seen that show, People Are Just Do Nothing? Oh, bro, of course I have. <laughs> yeah, same sneeze, well, eh? Just on I've the top of the flats. Ago. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen it years ago and then I've rewatched it after I've done this and it's just like even funnier, you know. <laughs> but um, so yeah, we are, like I had the aerial, like I, I literally couldn't even get an aerial for the thing. So I was down at the radio shack and I took it down there and they're like, put it on the desk. And they're like, mate, what the hell? Where have you gotten that? What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, do not turn that on. Don't turn it on. Don't even plug it in. Like as soon as you plug it in, you're going to, have the cops at your door. And I was just like, really? Mm. Um, all right. Uh, so I had to order more parts of mine and ended up getting um, like a little transmitter that goes to another roof. So it's not on my roof anymore. Yeah, nice. And I had to like find power on a rooftop that had a, a rooftop that had clearance, yep. which is pretty hard. It's harder than you think mm. to find the right rooftop. Yep. But, um, I got it there and yeah, it's, it's running, bro. It's fucking, you can get it from like St. Kilda to like Bell Street yeah, in the northern suburb, like Hawthorne, all through the city. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, we, I'm going to upgrade it too. So yeah, Look got for- more parts coming, more spots. Yep. Shout out to FH boys. They're going to hook me up with some spots. Yeah, sick, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing how to, how it evolves, bro, because like you look at all the UK. All the UK heads, you know, like, and all that sick yeah. pirate radio shit that was going on for years, man, you know, and like, if you could create this hub for people to just come in, which has already been happening, I mean, you know, and having the having yeah. the mix of, you know, drum and bass, which is such a fucking underrated genre, which I'm super <clears throat> passionate about and got heaps of drum and bass music in, in the works and punk and metal and having everything combined, it's, yeah. it's going to be a hub, bro, especially when COVID's over, <clears throat> you know. Well, I wanna, once COVID's over, man, I want to have parties and shit, you know. Mm. I've, I've hooked up with the people who are keen to help me out uh, with, like, sound systems and whatnot. And I've got spots. Like, I've got spots for parties for days. Yeah, bro. I want to do – I don't know if I'll give out locations, like, but I've got some, like, in yep. bridges and shit and, like – Yeah, man. Yeah, some real Fucking crazy – Fucking oath. I, um, I think there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of good parties, man, when, when – yeah, when things – when things do clear up, yeah, I got a similar similar idea. I'm on. Smorgasbord raves. Yeah, yeah, yeah sick, man. I look forward to it. Yeah. But um, yeah. So anyone from so who you had on? What's that? It's so risky to do something like that in this day and age, bro. Like mm. back in the day, you just get in trouble. Like you might get a fine for like being too loud or some shit. But like now. You'll have like a full riot squad come down and arrest everyone there yeah, and give everyone a five thousand dollar fine. I know. So I know. Yeah, the show might, the show must wild. go on. We just got to stay strong and fucking keep raving and stick true to stick true to the movement, you know. But it's so hard when I'm looking at all these videos from the UK because they're out of lockdown there. They're mm. having raves, mm. and I've got to watch it on fucking Instagram. Like it's just like 
fuck. Yeah, bro. Get me there. Like, I just want to get overseas. I just want to get out of this country, to be honest. Yeah, man. I know. It's it's fucking it's out of control. Who who have you had on um, the show so far? Oh, bro. Fucking so many people. Mm. Had um, uh, the old school raid. Yes. Yeah, um, uh, DJ Cargo. If you know, you know, sort of thing. Yep. You'd know him. You'd know who it is, but but we won't say his thing. Fracture, Ipers, Byron, um, had Jumzilla on. Sick. Uh, DJ Cano's doing a fucking um, weekly slot until COVID hit. Mm. Uh, Denta, he does his worldwide hip-hop show Monday nights, three to five. Mad, bro. I've had Kodiak Kodiak Kid in a few times. He's keen to come in. He like he'd come in more often, but um, yeah, just like because of COVID and shit, I sort of just like didn't tell anyone to come in, and I'm I'm gonna get work permits for the DJs and shit. I think. Yeah, man, make it, make um, it, it'll, man, it'll just naturally evolve, bro. If you're putting the if you're putting the work in, like it'll just naturally evolve, and every man, this is something that I think the whole yeah. community will get get behind, and they've been waiting for. You know, where did your sort of passion? Where did your passion for for this sort of movement and and like music in general come from, bro? Like on a, on a wide on a widespread, like I'm assuming you listen to all different bro, types of music, yeah. Eh? Like, yeah, literally the radio, man. Like mm. when I was a kid, like I'm talking like four, five, six, fucking from whenever I can remember. I mm. always had a radio in my room, and always had it playing all night and I'd try and tune into the weirdest stations. Like I've always sort of had a little love for radio mm. and that's where I learned about all this. Like it's where I learned about punk. It's where I learned about hip hop. It's where I learned about fucking drum and bass even mm. fucking like just like triple R and PBS shout out to them. Yeah. Fucking um, um, when I was younger, I used to listen to Sin FM a bit and shit. Um, mm. I don't know. There's so much, yeah. But like, honestly, this the main thing that got me into pirate radio was this one interview with literally Dizzy Rascal on mm. Triple J when I was like probably, I don't know. I'm gonna say twelve, maybe ten, yep. yep, something like that. Possibly even younger. I was on the drive on the way up to fucking Marimula mm. to visit the grandparents. Yep. Which is eight hours. And we sat there and listened to this Dizzy Rascal thing and he's talking about this pirate radio and I just spun me out. I was just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. They what? They have their own stations? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And yeah, and uh, ever since then, it's sort of just been like real interesting for me, yeah. Yeah, man, and and that's where, um, that's where like so many of them started. Was, you go, yep. When I was a kid, there was nothing you could like... Now you can just type in your fucking computer... Pirate Radio 1999 or fucking mm. 1998, right, right, and you'll find a Pirate Radio fucking recording and you can listen to it. But mm. back then, it was just like you heard. I heard about this Pirate Radio and then it was just like, where can I find out more? <laughs> you can't. There's nothing. Like there's no internet yep. and shit, you know? Yep. So oh, there was the internet, but it wasn't what, wasn't it, was what it was today. You couldn't yeah, just, man. Nah, nah. There was no search engines and shit like that. Like, there probably was, but like, it was that weird and fucking. I don't know. You just didn't even fuck with it. You just had a CD with like the encyclopedia, mm. and you'd whack it in your computer and just look up shit on that. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Man. Yeah. 
Yeah, sick. I'm looking forward to to seeing what happens. So, yeah, anyone from yeah. Uh, Melbourne would know it's it's pretty hard to miss miss your name on the walls, bridges, gates, and any surface that has pain or or, or can fucking have pain applied to it. What started and uh, what's continued to fuel your passion for getting out well, time and time again, bro, and getting up and 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 getting out there. Well, to be honest, um, it's like I was doing rap, man, and I've always sort of just like done tags, you know. Mm. I've always done it. Yuck up like all these weird words. I've got tags like scratchies from like nineteen fucking ninety eight or ninety fucking something like that. Mm. Like ages and years ago. But anyway, like um yeah, I was just like I sort of just like didn't really care about it that much, you know. Mm. Always respected it, always looked at graph, but I was rapping or I was making music or like mm. and then I was sort of making music and some shit happened with another artist. I don't know if I should really get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh. um, it was years and years ago and I've sort of been squashed, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, something happened with another artist and it just like, I was like, fuck all these cunts. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. And I was just like, I'm going to fucking chuck up because I used to rap as The Wizard. That was my rap name. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, pretty funny one. Fucking. <laughs> And um and yeah, fucking, I just started fucking yeah, just writing and and it was literally the fucking like, I don't know. Do you remember my old tags? Nah, as in whiz or uh, man, I'm so what I wanted to ask you, bro, right? When I used to skate at Franger Skate Park, um, like yeah. fuck, it would have been oh seven, oh eight, oh nine. Were you doing wizard back then? I was doing the wizard, bro. Yeah, yeah. Wizard. But would you have had yeah. throwies and tags at Franger Skate Park? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because there was a wizard that I remember, yeah, br- like that was pretty prolific around. But it was like area. a straight, it was like real straight, no curves in yeah, any yeah, of yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mainly, mainly painted with red. It was like, oh, to be honest, I was inspired heaps by Bones and Stan and Bones. Yep. Like they were like my fucking, when I was growing up, I always looked at their shit like, damn, they're the best. I loved Vosco and shit. Mm. But, um, I just love the dirty, like, metal style of Bones, you know, yeah, like bro. that style. It was just fucking sick. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's just like, and when you do it, you get this feeling of, like, being a kid again, really. Mm. And, like, holy shit, like, I don't know. It's sort of like when you do something at a party and you're, like, fucking smash something, like someone smashes a fucking glass or something, it's like, ah, it's funny, and then someone else does it. It's like, oh, shit, we're going to do some shit for that. Boom, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's sort of that feeling you get, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah, nice. But, I mean, it's con- I mean, there's that thing, but it's continued to evolve, and, I mean, you know, with the rollies, the bombing, the throwies, the, you know, bridges, yeah. the the commitment is yeah. – is, is pretty pretty gnarly yeah it is but it's also like it's something like um well i don't really agree with fucking society like Mm. to be honest personally i don't really fit in like to society i didn't really i wasn't cut out for it like i got adhd like it just doesn't nothing excites me you know like Mm. i suppose i was a bit wild i was pretty crazy when i was fucking growing up yep and like, 
Yeah. So nothing really excites me. So like that, that's just something like it's some sort of just saying fuck you to everyone sort of thing, you know? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And at this time, it feeds my fucking um, attention seeking fucking ways, I totally. suppose. Mm. And it just feeds so things that I like. Yep. And I suppose that's addictive. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're just going out all the time. You're just like, you don't go leave the house without a couple of tins, you know? Yeah, totally, man. And one of your partners in crime is uh, Scarface, um, you know, one of the most yeah. prolific fucking writers in Australia. And the last couple yeah, of generations has seen, like, I remember rolling into Amsterdam, getting off the train from the airport to Central, right? Listen to this. The carriage I got into had a scar panel on it, pulling out of the station. I looked out of the window, saw a scar panel on the train going over the bridge, and then I got off at Central, got off the other side of the carriage, and there was a panel on the other side of the carriage I was on. I'm like, what the fuck is this cunt up to? He's a nut, man. <laughs> you know? He's a crazy. Can you, can you tell us a couple maybe he, funny and memorable stories from, from some of your missions and nights out if you have any? Any good chase stories? Uh, or? I've been, on the spot, put, been put on the spot here a bit, but... Hey, uh, Man, he's a crazy dude. He's like, um, it's fucking like, yeah, fuck. I don't even know what I could say. Like, I'm fucking, I've been put on the spot. There's so many fucking <laughs> things that have happened. Dude. But yeah, no, nah, he's like, he's like inspiration and he's like, um, um, what do you call it? Drive. Yep. His drive to get up and do what he wants mm. is so high. It's like higher than mine, man. Mm. And then, yeah, just, he just does if he wants to do something he'll do it mm. and he'll think of the perfect way and get around all the the means of whatever and get it done mm. he's a king man he's a king he's one of the world's best train riders in my eyes mm. but yeah. I, that's just because he's my mate or whatever but yep. yeah he's fucking like he's painted nearly like he's painted so many systems <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah, man. Well, as I was saying with, with the Amsterdam thing, like that was just that put it into perspective for me. I was like, "What the fuck is even going on over here?" Like, and this isn't even in yeah. Oz. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. It's like he's done panels. Like he's done so many panels in some things. He just decides, "Oh, I'm just gonna <laughs> do my mate's words." Yeah. And like, I posted one of his. Like, he did a fucking panel for me when he was. I can't even remember what country it is. And I posted on Instagram. I got more likes on that than I've ever got on anything before. I was like, fuck, you can't. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Fucking king, yeah, king, yeah. absolute king. Yeah, for sure. And king with uh, with your bombing, like, I don't know, is it yeah. everywhere you go all the time, 24-7 or what? Like, I was going up the East Coast fucking from yeah. Melbourne to Queensland recently. Everywhere I went, bro, yeah. you had some – a little tag or some little sticker like in the littlest crevices in like a toilet. And I'm like, are you, yeah. where the fuck? I'm traveling. It's more, <laughs> I'm more all yeah, over yeah. it. Cause I know I'm not going to be back there. Yeah. And it's fucked because I go traveling. Right. And then I want to go back to the same spot to see if all my shit's up. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up going like, I've been to Vietnam like fucking 10, 20, oh, I don't know. Fucking yeah, heaps. Yeah. yeah. I was going two times a year for like, I don't know how many years, yeah, but yeah, yeah, bro. That's one thing. I do get trapped in the same areas. Like I love going up the East Coast because I go up and I check all my throwies and shit in Byron and I'm yep. like, oh yeah, it's still cranking, <laughs> sweet. Make sure everything, you know, it's a hard job, bro. It's hard, but. It's still cranking, it's by the way. Fun. It's still cranking. I was in there recently, a few of them. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Around the around the station. A few of them, but you know, you can't. You know, I'm still up. Yep. Yep. Still yep. up. Yeah. So I okay, think. And uh, also, yeah, I go. What by by like when I was working for Club X and shit, mm. and they would just like fly me to a city for a few months at a time, just to do whatever had to be done, and fucking. That was my that was my chance. Like I'd just go, all right, sweet. I'm going to work and bomb, and then I'd stay in these hotel rooms and just like, just trying to get up like all the time. Yeah, just flat out. So that's how I got up in like other cities, which all, most of it's probably gone by now. I don't know. I haven't really been back to check mm. in a long time because of COVID as well. But yeah. Yeah. How you been yeah, going with that fucking, situation, bro? You've you been have you been down there for the whole thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. Oh, no, nah, I made it up to Queensland, actually, sorry, um, the, just before Christmas for Elements Festival. Oh, yeah, 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 sick. Yeah. Yeah, was how was that? Fun. You were with Casper, eh? Shout out Casper Chaos, arguably the best yeah. female MC in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah fucking hope, bro. Yeah. I heard your new track, too. Yeah, it's fucking dope. But, yeah, nah, that was a fucking sick festival. That was awesome, bro. Fuck yeah, the track with her? That was fucking Did she send it to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just heard it um, on that story on oh, SO's yeah, story. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, yeah. It, bro, it's a fucking yeah. Wait, wait, wait till it's out. It's a, it's a bomb, and she goes super hard on it. Um, yeah, yeah. How was it? How was elements? Yeah. And what's your sort of experience with with that bush festival scene as well before COVID? And and what's that done for you? Um, fucking. Bro, I love Dwarfs. Elements was fucking sick because it was the first big party I'd been to yeah, for the bro. whole year that anyone had been to. Mm. And so many heads went up because it was just like, oh, there's a fucking party with 5,000 people. Yeah, man. Like, get there. You know? I was like, I'm not missing this. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, Dwarfs are fucking sick, man. Like, mm. I love the snake pit as esoteric. Like, yeah, currently, man. that's my favorite shit. But are you that a DMB? Are you a DMB? Fiend, you froth DMB particularly, yeah. or yeah, 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 I love it. I yeah. DJ it too. Yeah, man, we'll have to yeah. link up, bro, at some point. Yeah. I froth, yeah, I don't know. This so, yeah. it's like so underrated, bro, over here. It is, yeah, and like it, Australia just doesn't have the scene for it, man. Mm. Like it's a niche thing. It's like either love it, like probably like two percent of people fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, but what, bro? Then, you know what's so weird? It's like. <laughs> I swear, man, it's just because, I don't know, like, how could you not love it? Like, up in Perth, it's weird, bro, because Perth has yeah. the biggest DMB scene in Australia, right? Like, yeah. Like, they froth it yeah. up there. And then New Zealand is massive as well. Like, all the all the UK DMB artists go to Perth and NZ, but just yeah. miss everywhere else because there's no one else likes exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, they don't get the crowds and shit here. Yeah, Like, you, you'll get a good night, but, like, it's not, like, People aren't into it like they are over mm. like so you go to like fucking I've never been to New Zealand or Perth, but mm. I've seen the party and shit and it, like everyone's into it. And whenever you meet like people from New Zealand, yeah, bro. Generally they're in from a place, you know? Yeah. Like well, I think me people in Melbourne more just grew up on house music Techno or shit. fucking yeah, yeah, trance, yeah. you know. You know what though, be yeah. sick, man, if through the station like bro, just the like because you got the ability with the MC to connect with the crowd, you know, and then the energy from DMB itself. I reckon, man, if, yeah, if you, you get this radio going and get 
There needs to be, yeah. I reckon people just need to experience it more, you know, experience it out live and when yeah, you really jump get going. Up, jump up D and B, it's like the new shit that's coming out, mm. it's on another level drum and bass. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy, man. It's fucking skits. <laughs> and it's more likable for the people, I reckon. It's more like, yeah, bro. sort of, you call it more commercial. I don't know. It's more, it's just more heavy hitting fucking mm. bass lines that just like, you can't really not nod your head to him, you know? A hundred percent, bro. The body gets a mind of its own, like, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Right. I reckon, I reckon, because I've just been watching the movement in the UK. Yeah, bro. On the jump up. Like, it's just like you, these parties are getting bigger and bigger, like, mm. and it's got to come over here. Like, people can't deny that fucking heavy bass sound, like. Especially, it's, bro, with yeah. a, with a fucking man with a good MC as well that can generate the energy in the crowd. Like, yeah, that's oh, bro, yeah, that's um one yeah. of my main sort of focuses, man. With with the music is is sort of heading in that direction and, and trying to yeah get that going. Type of rap, dude. What's up, brother? It's a it's a different type of rapping. Like, yeah. you can rap over grime, but it's like you know you spit your bars and like. You might have to stop early or like, you don't, you know, I don't know. It's different because you got to let the fucking, you're only rapping over the fucking heavy bit or whatever. <laughs> and then you just, the just fucking And the rest of it, fucking, yeah, yeah, fucking brethren, man, fucking, you know, you're just amping up yeah. the DJ. Yeah, really. or just cutting shapes like, a, like fucking, a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the whole good thing about it because, you know, you've got a fucking hype man up in the DJ yeah. and the DJ's complimenting the fucking, the, the hype man, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I love Devil Man. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like all those cunts, man, they're fucking sick. It's real good damn bad uh, moments, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Devil yeah. Man's a fucking crazy cunt. I'm trying <laughs> to think. There's heaps of other dudes that I know. Um. <laughs> Um, I'm that, not the big traumatic. I don't know what it is about him. Yeah, have you heard? Have you heard Brucey, bro? He's a bit. He like his stuff is a bit sort of commercial, but there's there's his, oh uh, Brucey, yeah Brucey, yeah. But his man, album Smile is so fat, man. Yeah, he's sick. Like deja he's vu, mad. like the beats and yeah, bro. Like he's he's definitely clocked it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's 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 sick. Yeah, what was can't it? go wrong with Bruce. Nah, you can't, bro. Like, especially on an East Coast trip or something, levels? just crank him on. Levels? Yeah, you heard levels? bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sick. Yeah, like, He's sick that's bro. mad. Yeah, I've, I've got. I want to fucking get the best. I want to get a drum and bass jump up set popping mm. for. I want to play at um, Esoteric at the Snake Pit oh, when bro. they have it. That's ever. That's. Um, I don't know. I don't know. If I'll be able to get the gig. I know a few people that might be able to pull some strings. Oh, bro, but, you've got uh, the product, man. At the end yeah. of the day, it'll it'll happen for sure, you know? Definitely. I think that's I, sort of what I'm fucking... That's my, yeah, you go. But, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my goal because I have DJ and, like, I've been coming in and doing a set, like, mm. three times a week, something like that, and just, like, just looking up heaps of tracks and just trying to find the best ones. And Building the once library. I get a set mm. down... But the problem is... I practice on the radio, and yep. if you're doing a drum and bass set live, you want it to be fucking um, heaving. You want it to like new. You want no one to have heard it before. Yep. Yep. So I've got to start practicing at home. I think without the fucking, without being on the radio. Yeah. Sick. But I, I don't. Know. I think I remember it's you recently. Uh, 
yeah, you threw a dra- uh, rave in, in, in the drains or something like that in Melbourne. What's your thoughts and past experiences in Melbourne's sort of underground rave and nightlife culture? <clears throat> uh, yeah, well, it was fucking sick, man. Like, there was heaps of sick shit. Like, um, I can't remember who it was that fucking organised the uh, – it was like two New Year's ago, I suppose. Mm. Not last, the one before, when you were allowed parties. Yeah. There was one back of the, the Brad day. Middle, Back in the and day. That had, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it was one of the – I don't know who organised it. Elf Transporter was there rapping, but, like, it was, like, a drum and bass. There was, like, a drum and bass room, a dub room, oh, yeah. fuck, and a techno room, and it was fucking sick. Mm. It was mad. Matt set all set up mad. Like, I've been to heaps of fucking, like, you know, raves. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's pretty dope, man. Like, it is pretty dope. But the hard thing is, like, People come over from overseas and they're like, oh, I want to go to these things. And you're like, they're like, where is it? I'm like, you just got to find out. <laughs> go out down on Brunning Street, meet some cunts, say yeah. what they're doing. They'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah, there's this fucking rave at this bando. Yeah. You just got to go down, you know, like. I swear, bro, they died off the- a bit though, even before COVID, like around 2016, 2017, before that, and, and the years before that, they yeah. were like, they were going all the time. Like, did you go to the one Sleep D through and there was like, a lock in and the right squad like booted the door down and came in and the torches and they were like oh, uh, fucking huge. Know, that's yeah, because that's that joint and fucking Brunny. Mm. Um, I think it's Anstey Station or maybe not Anstey. I don't know, but you'd probably know the abandoned. It's knocked down now, I think. Mm. But that one was fucking sick. They used to have, there was a door and you'd go in and you'd pay like five bucks each or some shit like that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was. But yeah, no, we'll we'll, we'll run some more of those things, man. I reckon. Um, yeah, if we, it's just like a team effort, though, you know, like. Yeah, for sure. People like you, people like me. If we all put our heads together, we could run shit easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it will but, happen. Um, it will yeah. happen too, man. It will happen. Just. It's just. A yeah, matter, that's it's it. Just a matter of time. You know. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, you were saying before. I know you've done um, a bit of traveling. We, we, I think we we're in the we we're in Vietnam at the same point at one point, and it was going off with with Aussie riders fucking bombing everywhere and yeah. and like doing murals at all the bars and um yeah. Can you tell us yeah. what's your thoughts on on Southeast Asia and some some good times you've had over there and riding around on a scooter and and all that? Southeast Asia is my shit. That is my shit. I love it. I love fucking Vietnam the most. Cambodia is awesome. Laos all right. Um, but it's just like, I don't know, I couldn't really live there. Mm. Probably end up at the opium bars too much. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, no, nah, fucking, um, yeah, no, nah, it's fucking sick. Look, there's nothing better than getting a scooter it's 40 degrees, 30 degrees, mm. and you're just on the bike, a bag full of tins in between your legs, your mm. Bluetooth speaker playing music, <laughs> you got a beer in your cup holder, just like fucking cruising, you know? And you just pull up anywhere and just start painting, mm. and people like yell, oh, no, no, and you're just like, ah, it's all good, brother. I don't know how it works. I don't know. <laughs> because <laughs> I was talking to Carney about this, actually. Yeah. I, there's lead in the paint, bro. I reckon Aussies go over there, mm. riders, and just go and have a bit of fucking, they ingest a bit of lead mm. and it turns a bit crazy. <laughs> and just like, you think everything's chill, but it's actually really not. 
It's actually not chill. 100%. I, I did that in Bangkok. I got a yarn for you. I did that yeah. in Bangkok. So I got to Bangkok. I broke up with my girlfriend over in fucking. Um, I was in Cambodia when I broke up with her. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to have a little spraycation in Bangkok for a couple of weeks before <laughs> my flight goes back. Mm. I rock up there, fucking found tins and shit, went to the graph shop, did a legal wall. And that night I was like, all right, it's time. I'm fucking doing it. And um, I went out. I fucking had this like fucking tote bag, I suppose you'd call it. And um, – yeah, I just went out and I was just painting the streets like, and all these people were going, police, police, no. Dude, Bangkok's pretty like, red hot as well. Ah, it's all good, bro. Don't stress. <laughs> nah, mate. Nah, nah, you know. And um, I saw this dude. I seen this dude and he looked like a rider. He just had like drips on his shirt. Like, mm. and I was just like, this dude paints for sure. And I was like, I shook my bag of paint. I'm like, you right? He's like, nah. And I'm like, bullshit, man. <laughs> Anyway, I fucking was like, yeah, whatever, and just walked off and started doing this throw-in, this, like, laneway next to the road. Mm. And fucking he's come over and he's like, police, police, run. And it was a dead-end laneway, man. So I was just like, nah, nah, and they've just pulled in in their motorbike and just got off and, like, cornered me. It was a tiny laneway. I was like, fuck. And I was like, this is chill. Everyone just tells you, you know, just – pay them like 30 bucks and they'll be like, no worries, you know. Mm. You hear all those stories. Oh, the stories, bro. Like, yeah, just like, nah, it's all good. Just, you know, bribe them. And I was like, so I had this bribe money. I didn't have much money left on me mm. because I spent it fucking wild shit. But anyway, mm. um, and I'm just like, oh, here you go. Here's a thousand baht. We're all good, yeah. And they're just like, nah. I'm like, <laughs> what? Oh, 2,000 baht? Like, they're like, nah, you're coming to the station. I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, nah, this is this not is how it goes. You just had to take this bribe, everyone told me, you know? Like, and they're like, nah. And I gave them 3,000, which is all I had. And they're just like, nah, you're coming back to the station. And I'm like, no. And I got on my knees. I'm like, please don't take me back to the station. Like, please. And they're like, fucking, um, yeah, they're, they're just like, you're coming. And this dude that I met that looked like a rider, he came up the alleyway and he's like, get off your knees now, this Thai dude. Oh, and I'm like, all right. And I stood up. He's like, don't ever bow down to a cop. And I was like, fair call, man. Like, yeah, you're talking some sweat sense, you know. <laughs> Turns out to be he's like, Don't worry about it. He goes, I'll come with you. I'll talk for you in wow. Thai. I was like, fuck, thanks, bro. Like, cheers. Anyway, we went back to the cop shop and I was like sitting there and this rider is basically being my lawyer and they're just, talk, they're just saying, nah, you need uh, 10,000 baht, I think it was 10,000 baht, yeah, mm. uh, or you're going to jail. And I'm like, Phew. and I just watched this documentary on Bangkok jail and it's like <laughs> fucked up. And I was like sitting there like. What was happening? Nah, what I'm was talking happening in the doco like, though? Nah, dude. I go to jail, man. No yeah. way. Like, yeah. And I'm saying, like, can I go get cash out from the thing? And they're like, nah, you can't. I'm like, but I'll keep my passport. Come with me. We'll go get my bank card. We'll sort it all out. And um, yeah, they had my wallet, which had my bank card in it. Mm. They ended up fucking scamming my card and shit. Took no. my bank card. Took all my money. 
And um, they ended up just going, nah, you're all good. And I I walked out of there with not a cent. I had six bucks in fucking – I found six bucks in my bag. Ah. The dude I was with, he bought me a beer and he's like, tough break, man. Like usually you'd only have to pay a thousand baht. And I was like, what the fuck? And um, yeah, I was in Bangkok by myself with six bucks for two weeks. And I was just like, what do I do here? I was honestly, this is my honest thought. I've seen these flutes for sale at the market. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, do I buy one of those flutes and busk? Or do I go to Hungry Jack's and get a burger and just fucking suck it up? And I was like, fuck it. I'm getting a burger. Fuck busking. <laughs> fuck this shit. So I went in and bought like a bacon deluxe. And I was sitting there on my phone on the free Wi-Fi just going, fuck. What do I do? And then I seen on my Instagram that my, uh, my mate Hits, mm. the dude who um, he was in fucking – Bangkok at the time and I was just like oh, fuck yeah oh, someone someone can help me yeah, yeah. so I met him put in my yarn and he's just like fuck me I'll come and see you tonight at 6 o'clock and I was yep. like sick thanks bro met up with him ended up fucking going to this hotel hostel he was staying at a hostel all you had to do was paint a piece and you got free accommodation really I was like and they supplied the paint too fuck so I was like done done like, I'll stay here. Thank you. Sick. Free paint. Fuck. Yeah. And he ended up getting like fucking like, I think it was like a hundred bucks or something transfer or a hundred, 200 bucks transferred to me by my mum. Yeah. Nice. And it was like, I was like, this is another one of those predicaments. I was like, what do I do? Get a hooker and eat rice for a week? <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> Rashing my money, I was like, "Fuck, gotta get a hooker." <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, you got to try everything once, yeah, you know. Fuck. For sure. Hopefully, mumsy. Hopefully, mumsy doesn't tune in on this because you're gonna get you're gonna get crucified. <laughs> yeah, I just. So, and, but, and, but I was in Bangkok. She's like, she's can only guess what goes down there. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to Bangkok? Yeah, I've been to Bangkok, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. One been night in, the- I'll tell you. Yeah, one night in, yeah. in Bangkok. Uh, you know, and this was years ago, and I don't recommend doing this to anyone. But first night, actually, in Thailand, we rocked up to, and uh, yeah, at the time was was pretty heavy on the piss and prescriptions, and um, yeah, we went yeah. into went into Bangkok, and what exactly happened? Oh yeah, we went to um, what was it? What sort of show was it? Me and we were loose as and went to a uh, what are they peep show like the peep shows or whatever like, ping pong show yeah ping pong show yeah ping pong show with like the birds flying out and all yeah. that and we've ended up yeah, leaving yeah, yeah, yeah. and we both literally blacked out and I woke up <laughs> in uh, like a massage bed in one of the rooms oh, like yeah. in, in in like a massage parlor with all my shit everywhere and about like seven or eight of the workers in there sort of going through everything trying to roll all my shit. And I woke up with a heavy head and <laughs> ran out and, yeah, grabbed all my shit and was, wow. my mate was asleep as well. Like, we both passed out. I don't even know how we, we ended up getting getting there in the first place. But, yeah, it's Asia's definitely a <laughs> definitely a, yeah, bro. It's a black hole for sure. First time I went there, man, I got scammed hard. Mm. So I was like, 
I was like 19, if that, maybe 18, something like that. And me and my mate went by ourselves. I haven't really fucked with overseas mm. much. I'd barley with my girlfriend's family once before. Like that was it. Mm. And I fucking, uh, we got there and we were just like, all right, let's do this. We thought we were men. And they're just like, we got there at one o'clock in the morning. And like a lot of shit, shit closes early in Bangkok. It's actually illegal to be open late. Mm. They're paying the cops, whatever. So anyway, we got sent to this restaurant and went down these stairs. The dude with the walkie-talkie up the top, like, yep, the guy's coming down. Yep. And I was like, fuck, this is sketchy. Go down. It's a room, like, covered in mirrors and fur all over the walls. And there's just, like, six chicks lined up. And they're all just like, oh, hello, you know. And um, I was like, fuck, let's get a drink. This joint's pretty crazy, you know. Yeah. Got a drink. They were like, $1 drinks. And I was like, sweet. Well, no, 50 cent Australian drink. That's what they said. I was like, 50 cents? Fucking banging. I'm like, shout the bar. Let's go. And we're just getting all these drinks. It was actually just normal prices. It was like six bucks a drink or seven bucks or something. Mm. And um, we were shouting everyone. Even the Siggies, they were offering us darts. And we're like, yeah, thanks. They were like fucking four bucks each or something. Mm. It was fun. They charge us for everything. And then we're like, we're going to leave with these two chicks. And they're just like, you got to pay the bill. Like, you yeah, know, I was thinking it's going to be like a hundred bucks. <laughs> and it was like grand, man. It no, was a grand. No. 500 bucks each. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, nah, you said 50 cent. I said, I'll pay you in Australian dollars. So I like, add that up. And they're like, nah, it's this price. And I'm like, nah, it's not. <laughs> And then fucking like six dudes come down these tie kick boxes and just surround us. And they're like, mm. "Give us your money." I was like, "All right, fuck." And just paid them half my spending money, pretty much, just straight up. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, it's wild, and but you know yeah, that going over there, but somehow it just, it just can, it just happens, yeah. doesn't it? You know what I mean? It's when you first go there, you get. Like when, later on, if you've been going, you get experience with the place, and they can read your fucking body language. Mm. I tell people when you go when they go over there. Imagine if you saw a bus full of Asian tourists with cameras, and they're just like looking around at everything, like shocked, like, "Whoa, look at that! Wow, whoa, mm. what the hell!" And these, like, if you're an Aussie and you see Asian tourists doing that, you're like, look at these cunts. We could rip them off. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm, like, totally. They've probably got heaps of cash. Look, they're on holidays. Like, if you're walking around doing that sort of shit, they're just going to walk, they're just going to go straight up to you and rip you off. Mm. Like, they can see it. They know. They know. They can pick it. But now I go there, I don't even really get hassled by the cunts in the street anymore mm. because of, Body language. It's just like. Where yeah. did you say it was and that like, you got the thousand dollar bill? Was that in Bangkok? Yeah, in Bangkok. Yeah, yeah. Bangkok's a yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. did you go anywhere else but Bangkok? Because Copenhagen, everywhere else I went. Like, oh, yeah, 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 I've been. Um, yeah, Phuket. Um, fucking Pi. I've done the whole of North Thailand. Mm. So like, uh, what's that city called? Starts with an M, fucking up the top. Moi, no, Chiang Mai, Chiang yeah, Mai, yeah, Chiang Mai, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Jane Bye and Pie and all that shit. I've yeah. ridden my bike all around there. Yeah, nice. But um Scooter Assassin. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. Scooter Assassin. It's fucking dope. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love fucking out of all the places I've been, probably like ages for my funnest best mm. place, yeah. Mm, for sure. For sure. Yeah, sick man. So what's uh yeah, what's what's coming up for Wiz FM and and what um what can we expect in in the next weeks or months? Um, well, um, in the next week we've got a couple of good. Uh, on Friday, this Friday we've got um, Fish Taco coming in. Mm. Uh, and the Thursday after that, I've got Nosty coming in. Yep, Nosty um, is in. <clears throat> Nost, yeah. Yep. Yep. Is he mixing? No, um, no, nah, nah, he's just going to come in for like the, on the download show when we talk shit. And oh, yeah, sick. Play tri- yeah, nice. That's basically just like us sitting on the couch pretty much. It's just that sort of vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just fucking around. Like, oh, I'll play this song, we just, you know? Yep, yeah. It's fun. People love it. Everyone loves it. Um, I've never really been on the – I don't know. It's weird when you listen to yourself. You don't know what it's like. You mm. know what I mean? mm you've already heard i don't know it's yeah i'd Bro, like, I was like to be, that at the start of the podcast i was like what the fuck this feels so unnatural unnatural you know what i mean yeah like, you really get used to it like back when i first started i have to write notes down mm. topics for the show mm. but now we sort of just get a guest in and yeah you can just do it off the top like mm. like mm. what you're doing you know the more comfortable you get yeah, that's it. You fucking, you're not like, when you put on the spot, that's what it is. That's the feeling. Like you mm. put on the spot. So you like, you think, oh, and you think like when you have a pause, you think it's way longer than what it actually is. Yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah. You know, in your head. 100%. Oh, fuck, it stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like once you've listened back to it a few times, you're like, oh, that was all right. Like. And also, it so doesn't even matter. Like, it's confident. just, you know, it, like a pause doesn't even yeah. matter at the end of the day. No, nothing actually matters. It's all in your head, nah. you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, sick. sick yeah, man. as yeah. long as you're having fun, that's what people want to hear, you know? Yeah, yeah. So to all the so, Melbeds tuning in that are listening, just know that there's a lot of work going on. You know, people are putting in work like yourself, Posse Shot, yeah. and, and, you know, and a lot of people that are getting getting shit organised. And when, when stuff is going again, and there's Mel- going to be a lot of good times. It's going to be popping off. Yeah, Melbourne is popping right now. Like, mm. um, there's new shit coming out. Like, mm. new artists that it, like it's like it's done a flip. You know, like mm. the old heads, older heads have sort of like settling down a bit, and the younger heads are coming up. And it's good to see, man. It's mm. sick. And that uh, that's another reason why I want to do the show. Like, you know, so people can fucking have an avenue to come at. Hundred percent. And um. Because it's hard because, like, you want to hear new shit and this day and age you've got to find it mm. where, like, you can't just back in the day, like what I was saying, you just be able to kick back, put the radio on and you'd hear a whole bunch of new shit. Mm. And that's fucking, like, that's what's lost in this fucking media. thing now. Like, With social media, yeah, though, you know. It is. And it's just, like, People can just go, I want to listen to this music right now, blah, 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 and you can just listen to it. You don't need to go down and buy the CD. Mm. You don't need fucking, if you want to look up like a genre, you just type it in and all these songs come up. Like, mm. it's just like the, the 
the the thing of radio, the art of radio, sort of been lost. And I want to bring that back, and I want to bring it back so the kids can go, all right, sick. We can just listen to this, mm. and bro, we can community. hear all these artists. It's community, you know? bro. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas social media can, is all individual. It's, yeah. So hard. Mm. And they can find what's dope and what's popping, you know? And then be like, oh, shit, if I start writing shit, you know, maybe I can get on that rather than having to, you know, apply for exactly. for PBS or whatever that's banked up or Triple J that doesn't play you unless you're already hot, you know, even though they claim to be community radio. But, um, you know, nah. so. Radio. Mm. Even like, um, even like, I love Triple R, PBS, they're Melbourne stations for the other heads, but um, mm. community. But like, man, that would make so much money. Like all the cars that I see driving around with like the Triple R sticker or the PBS sticker, mm. you get one of those stick subscription and it's $80 for a year. Mm. It's almost as Spotify. But I'm, I'm, I'm giving people like five stickers for fucking six bucks. Mm. You know, like, that's the difference. I'm not making a profit off this. I'm just keeping it above board. It's like, for the love, bro. I'm just stationing. <clears throat> yeah. And it is for the love. And it's dope having a fucking cool place in the city to hang out. I'm mm. not going to lie. Mm. Um, like, that's cool. But, like, it's for everyone, you know. Like, Wiz FM, like, I don't know. I sort of wanted to change the name to 420K FM. Mm. But... Yeah, Wiz FM just stuck, so I couldn't really change it. Yeah, you know? what's the go with the Kelly Gang? Who's in? The, how did that come about? Ah, uh, the Kelly Gang. So mm. that was fucking uh, Low Rack mm. started that. Um, it was like a rap crew that started chucking up uh, TKG. Yep. And um, yeah, we just like dudes we met along the way, shit like that. Just like yeah, this guy's cool, fucking. Yeah, chuck it up, you know, like, and now we've got, like, well, we've got Niall, he's fucking up hard as fuck. Cons, he's a fucking Don. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Messi. There's a lot of dudes from the southeast. It's like a southeast and eastern crew, you'd say. Yep. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, sick. Fucking, we- yeah, but no, Kelly Gang's, man, all the lads are fucking sick. Joe's chucking it up now. And, um, yeah, we're going to organize our fucking crew barbecue, really. Yeah, sick, man. This what, year. Before we, uh, f- before we wrap it up, what do you reckon are a couple of you, – you're not on the spot because I can cut it out. What, what do you reckon if you can be fuck sharing a couple of your favorite favorite memories in uh, Melbourne so far? Nights out or, or – uh, uh, Favorite memories in Melbourne. Favorite gigs, favorite, uh, favorite something. Fuck, favorite gig? Uh, dude, Mixmaster Mike at the SB. That was fucking sick. He was played so loud and <laughs> so good. Like he's a fucking amazing DJ, man. Mm. That was sick. Um, but probably like um, uh, definitely uh, Jack, uh, Jurassic Five. Sorry, Jurassic Five. Mm. That was fucking one of the best gigs I've ever been to because it was when they played twice in a row, and we had tickets to the second show. Mm. And the first show I went and I fucking did a J5 throwy out the back because I knew Charlie Turner was into graph and shit. We were in the city bombing anyway. And they came out while I was doing it, bro. Mm. And they're like, yeah, that's sick, man. I was like, fuck, thanks, boys. This is mad, you know. And um, I fucking, 
the security came out. He's like, you got to stop. You got to stop. I'm like, really? Like, look, like everyone's loving it but you. Come on, bro. <laughs> anyway, they went back in. I fucked off and I came back to finish it. And as I was coming back to finish it, mm. um, Charlie Tuna came out for a spliff. And I was just like, he's like, yeah, you're good to go, man. He spotted me, made sure the Zeki wasn't coming. Mm. And anyway, anyway, fucking a year later, they came back again. And I was just cruising on my bike and I seen um, Charlie Tuna like just in the street. And I was like, oh, hey, bro, how's it going, man? Oh, you probably don't remember you. I'm the guy that did this like throwy out the back of your show last time. He's like, oh, no shit. He's like, how are you, bro? I was like, yeah, fucking not bad. And he was like, oh, give us any weed. And I was like, of course, I'll help you out, bro. Fucking hell. It might be a bit incriminating. Don't worry yeah. about it, but let's <laughs> <not worry. laughs> nah, Yeah, and, it's all good. Yeah, I'll prescribe the shit now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, fucking, um, <laughs> yeah, so I got him, hooked him up some fucking chuff. Yeah. And, um, and then he's like, fucking, you want to come in and check it out? And I don't know, I sort of got a bit like, Oh shit! Like, and um, what he was like, come into my joint, come kick back. I came to the festival hall and check it out. He's given us free tickets already. Yep. And like, there was these dudes, there was these other dudes there who'd paid for like these hectic fucking like meet and greet things. Mm. And I was just like, ah, that's all right, bro. Let let them go in and and enjoy it, man. I I didn't, you know, one of those moments. Just didn't think. I was like, yeah, whatever. I've already smoked a joint with the dude. That's good enough for me, you know. So we bounced and we came back to the show later that night and Dead said, I walk in, the tour shirts have my throwy on them. The J5 <laughs> I did. I was like, fuck off. You're kidding the- me. Yeah. I was like, how the fuck? You're kidding so me. So organized it, bro. And it was just like, what? I, I had to borrow money off my mate to buy the shirt that I designed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fuck. So what, they took a photo of it and then? Yeah, they took a photos of it. And yeah, the manager, their tour manager for Australia was the one that made the shirts. Um, I think he made like Wu-Tang Clan tour shirts and shit too. They were sort of similar style. You could tell it was him, you know. That's classic. Um, you have to send yeah, so they didn't shirt. even know. So I ended up fucking hitting up Charlie Turner. I was like, bro, like, <laughs> that's my throwy. That's the one I did. And he's like, oh, really? I'm like, I don't really want to get paid or anything, but just like maybe like just chuck it on your story or just give us yeah. some credit <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah, slang us a shirt. And he's like, yeah, no worries. Talk to my manager and get it all organized. And they just never got back to me. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't, Shit he, he didn't even know. He didn't and even prob- know it was you. No, nah, he didn't realize that it was yeah, – he didn't yeah, yeah. jerry on the throwy. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And then one more fucking thing probably that uh, in Melbourne that happened to me that I was fucking always remember is mm. when I met Dennis Rodman, bro. Mm. I fucking – was that work? Do you know who Dennis Rodman is? Nah, who is it? He played for Michael Jordan. He was the one – he was the dude with like – he used to dye his hair, hair like leopard print Oh, shit. yeah, I've just looked him up. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Sick. So where? he was oh, growing up. So he was at the Olsen where Two Wrongs is. Shout out to Two Wrongs. Mm. Fuck sick bar. Um, so he was at the Olsen staying there. And um, 
my mate from work was just like, oh, bro, Dennis Rodman's down there. I was like, what the fuck? Dennis Rodman? Because mm. he like hung out with like King John Ong or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> but he's North hung Korean. out with like that. He's, he's like, he's done the most crazy shit in his lifetime. He used to wear dresses and shit. He used to do some weird shit. He used to get sucked off before the games. Like, because of, and like, all coaches are like, don't have sex before a game. But Dennis Rodman, <laughs> he played better after sex. Something about it. So he used to have orgies in like the fucking, the rooms, like the, you know, before the game. Wow. Anyway, anyway, so he was sitting there. And I just was like, yo, Dennis Rodman, how are you, bro? And he was like, hey, man, how are you? And he had, like, all these chicks with him and shit. And I was just like, oh, what's going on? And he's like, sit down. I was like, yeah? Wait, all right. And I sat down and dead set. This guy pretty much interviewed me. He asked everything about my life, what my job was like, what the pay was like, how much I paid for rent. like, mm. And they're pretty standard questions you ask people. Like sort of, you know, when you go overseas, you want to know how it's what it's like for them, you know. Mm, mm, so you're totally. like, what do you do? Like, what do you do for money and shit? Like, how do you how's your life work? Mm. So basically, Dennis Rodman sat down for like half an hour and just quizzed me Interviewed on what it's you. like to be an quiz. Quiz the whiz. Yeah, quiz the whiz. <laughs> and I I didn't ask him one question, man. I could have said, <laughs> what was Michael Jordan like, man? or what was the orgies like, or what was the you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, I could have said, fuck, you want a beer? Like, I'll buy your beer. Like, yeah. I could have said so much shit, but I just thought, I better go. It was the same thing with Charlie Turner. I was like, oh, I better go, man. I'm probably, like, overstaying me. Welcome here. Hey, bro, it's and always walk- those situations, man. And- You're always those situations, you know? Get alienated. Yeah. And then I'll fucking walk off and realize, hang on a sec. He invited me to sit down. I wasn't, you know? I wasn't intruding was like, on anything. Fuck. Yeah, I wasn't intruding. He, he he invited me, and same with Charlie Turner. I wasn't intruding on him either. But you know, I what? just fucking thought, you know, next time, uh, I've had next time, just just know? be just as be as present as possible, and just know, you know, and just and just don't overthink it. It's like I can't yeah, remember. well, because nah, I went backstage, bro. Last like, I ended up going backstage at their other concert, mm. and I was just standing around like, this is actually pretty whack. Like, <laughs> all these people around like trying to be cool and shit yeah yeah, and then you've got like they've got their own little private room you know that they go sit in Mm. so like Akil I don't even know if I should say this on the radio he might have a girlfriend but he was just like taking chicks up to this (laughs) upstairs room just like and I was just like can we go up there like that's where all the good shit happened we're backstage with the good shit's up there. Like, they've got their own little backstage backstage, Backst- you know? The backstage of the backstage, the dungeon. Bro, I got, I got yeah. actually, I got a yarn for you in relation to this and what actually, and what goes on. Like, yeah. You know Russell Brand? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Russell Brand, like the English comedian and actor and, 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 yeah. and that. So he, uh, he was doing a comedy show like 10 years ago in, um, in Melbourne and my mates, yeah. my, my, my good mate, she, her, um, her like one of her best friends was at the show, and she, they were sitting at the front, two of them. And it just this gives you an insight on what goes on in in some of these realities, you know. Yeah. And the security approaches her afterwards, and he's like, "Hey, uh, 
hey miss what are you what are you guys doing after this russell's invited you to come back to his hotel um one of the suites in in the <laughs> city like you know the, the the chateau or whatever wherever somewhere real nice they're staying and um she's like oh oh let us think about it and then she's like oh no all right we'll go and she went back and uh, yeah they got a, they got escorted to the to this hotel and there was a line of women down the hallway wow. waiting to go into this room yeah bro and she yeah, had, that's and crazy. she went in she waited and went in and did it and like, yeah. like obviously yeah you know what bro? happens in there you don't talk about you know <laughs> <laughs> but like it's like when I was at Cypress Hill concert, same shit. We were, me and my mate were talking to Kano, shout out Kano. He, we were talking to this chick and security came up to her and goes, yo, fucking, they want to go backstage with you. And they gave her one backstage pass. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. I'd rather hang out with you guys. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'll go in. <laughs> and my mate Kano was like, Nah, man, nah, don't worry about it. Just fucking, no, like, and I was like, what? No, nah, like, I'll take the pass. I'll come back. Like, <laughs> I thought that was my chance to smoke a spliff with Be Real, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, unfortunately, the pussy got in the way of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cool, like, he didn't want to go back either and wouldn't ask her for the pass. And I was just like, fuck. Yeah, it's funny, man. The anyway, shit goes on in gigs. Like one been- night, uh, I was at Seth Century at the the forum. Is it the forum near Flinders Street, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, yeah. I jumped up on stage and I was rapping with him for for a minute or so, and then I ended up getting taken by security yeah. and they were walking me outside, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, I was like, oh yeah, you, I can't remember what I was saying. Like I was I was pretty loose or whatever, and uh, yeah, he's taking me out the front, and then he's redirected me through these through these flappy doors and just full king, like full king hindered me, dude, like for jumping up on stage. Well, and I'm like, got up sort of disorientated and was like, what the fuck? And yeah. then ended up spitting something about my mum being a lawyer and then just, he had to think for a second <laughs> and sort of legged it. But um, <laughs> yeah, they get a massive power trip. They get a massive power trip. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they do. Hard. They think like, everyone's a human, man. That's why I say it this day and age, like, Everyone's a human. Whether fucking you've got a lot of respect for this doesn't mean you're the best, doesn't mean you're anything, man. Like, you could be good at fucking drawing or you can be good at anything or you could just be good at fucking being you, you know? Like, it doesn't matter. Everyone's equal, man. Mm. Everyone's equal. Yeah, totally. All right, man. I reckon we'll we'll leave it at that, bro. I look forward to seeing what's happening uh, with Wizard Fam and I'll I'll, I'll be down soon when everything's open and we'll, we'll, we'll catch up and get something going for sure. Yeah, man, for sure, yeah. We'll have to come in and fucking do a little session at Wiz FM, bro. Yeah, love to, bro. Love to. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, bro. Um, yeah, yeah for anyone yeah. wanting to find uh, Wiz and, and the radio and all that, where can where can they find you, bro? Uh, www.wizfm.com. W-H-I-Z-F-M.com. Yep, what about? Or 99.9. Yep. Fam. 99.9. On the, on the that's it, brother. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. All right. Epic. Yeah. Cheers for everything, bro. And I'll, uh, I'll speak to you soon.